Hello, and welcome once again to another edition of TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, where we take an in-depth view of the artists chosen by God to use their gift to glorify Him, the stories behind their music, and, of course, how the Lord has been with them in the process. Our guest is a man of God who uses his instrumental gift of playing the saxophone to glorify God. He's the former director of the music ministry here at Times Square Church, and his name is Todd Williams. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission. I'm Derek Davis from the CD Beautiful Things from Above, a classic medley of I Am Thine, O Lord, and Draw Me Nearer, beautifully done by our guest, the former director of the music ministry here at Times Square Church, Todd Williams. Todd, great to have you with us. Thanks, Derek. Glad to be here. And welcome home, isn't it? <laughs> it is a welcome home. Yeah. What's it like um, to be back in the building? It's great. I, I literally feel like I'm in my home since uh, I spent 13 years here. 
And uh, I see a lot of familiar faces, a lot of familiar sites of just, uh, you know, office space, uh, uh, places in the sanctuary, places where I spent a lot of time, places yeah. where I've done a lot of work. And um, How does it make you feel inside, though, you know, just to be back in the building? It makes me feel great. And um, Like being home? It is like being home. I, I was actually telling uh, a friend of mine downstairs that uh, this was sort of my spiritual university you know people go away and go to school yeah. and this this was sort of like my graduate study <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, and spirituality um just because i felt like i was really fed here uh immensely and not only did i learn the basics about like real you know christianity and how to walk that out mm-hmm. but also too uh i believe i gain uh, a greater level of maturity just as time went on and and I've always appreciated that because I you know I since I've uh, gone to other places I see that uh, that's not everywhere you don't have it like that everywhere and so I appreciate that and I feel like um, I'm definitely uh, thankful to the Lord for that okay okay well I'll tell you what let's just rewind the tape yeah and start from the beginning with you how did okay. it all start with you? Because you play the sax great, and uh, I know there has to be a great beginning, a great story behind Todd Williams. Well, um, I grew up in St. Louis. and um, St. Louis? Yeah, St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Um, and a lot of people know the that. The show me state. <laughs> oh, you know that. <laughs> That's a funny thing. Yeah, not not everybody knows that. There are a lot of people who think of St. Louis as a, as a music place, and, and at times it has been a really wonderful place for music uh you know over the years because of the mississippi river location um a lot of uh music at the turn of the century you know went up and down that river and a lot of blues a lot of jazz a lot of wonderful gospel music there are those your roots blues jazz gospel uh to be honest with you i i grew up like many people uh in my time i, I grew up mainly with more Pop, soul, and R and B. No just listening to that. Who did you listen to growing up? Basically anybody on the radio. All okay. the you know okay. all the Jackson hits and the Ohio players. And, Is that how you learned how and, to play? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> it sure was fun listening to though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how, um, how'd you learn how to play? Yeah, well, that started at age ten. Uh, I tried before that uh, a short time of playing the piano, and uh, I had other interests at the time. So. I took up saxophone at age 10, and I took on the saxophone very quickly and very easily uh, because I had the example of my older brother. Okay. And so I would always, I had already known what it was like to hear like a live band in school and right. hear band concerts and that kind of thing. And so mm-hmm. uh, by so the time... So you were emulating him, too. I was emulating him, yeah. Sure. And, and by the time I got into uh, high school... I was well on my way to doing solos in the school jazz band and things like that. And uh, I had a very interesting high school experience because uh, I had a band director who was uh, very much into having the students play outside of just the school four walls. And he was really, he was a professional drummer. uh, And uh, he arranged uh, for us to travel and we did a a trip to uh, Europe. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did a big fundraiser and went to Europe. And I heard some uh, really great bands. We went to the Montreux Jazz Festival. We were part no of the kidding. Montreux Jazz Festival. You played festival. at that festival? We played at that festival when I was a high schooler. And uh, we traveled to different places in Europe. Um, 
And not only that, we had our local PBS station follow us around, and they made a documentary out of the whole trip. Okay. So I uh, uh, continued on in music, but even after I left high school, I became sort of a local celebrity because somehow the, the videotape got put on a local TV access channel, mm-hmm. and it just played and played and played our, yeah. our, our Europe trip. And so um, was able to get a lot more uh, music jobs, in uh, the St. Louis area at the time, uh, during the summer months, and and uh, well, you mean somebody would just look at the access tape and see you playing a solo or something? Yeah, and say, yeah, see me playing, and say, we oh, want yeah, this Todd guy. Williams and, really? Well, I, I had some other friends too who were also pretty advanced with their musical skill, and so you know, we play for weddings and mm-hmm. play for parties. Okay, and, okay, and um, it was a great time, uh, and and. You know, during those teen years, you know, you have a lot of time, so you can practice a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. and at that time, I was uh, interested in a lot of the heavy jazz players, Sonny Rollins and Miles Davis and okay. John Coltrane. Okay. And, and so, um, whereas most teenagers, they, you know, they may want to listen to music that's sort of current and pop and hip, you know. I was getting my thrill from listening to all the jazz greats and listening to Billie Holiday and, you know. Okay. And uh, hearing Herbie Hancock play. So it would be safe to say that your roots are really in jazz. Oh, yes. In terms of how I play now, I would definitely say jazz is my background. Yeah. What is it about Uh, jazz that you saxophonists love so? I think it's that freedom to create. um, Improvisation. Within a context. So, and it is improvisation. Um, but specifically to be able to have a context that's limited, but within that limitation, within the four walls of that limitation, the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is uh, with any musician, uh, and that's uh, whether it's uh, spiritual music or secular music or any type of music, if you can understand what that means i think that lends itself to a lot more creativity than to just say well it's just random and you just do whatever you want and there's no boundaries you know a lot of times people get that kind of confused when they say well jazz is kind of free you can just do whatever you want right it's not really that it's it's more of freedom within a context is that the formula that you use for beautiful things from above no i would say particularly with that project that was really more of that was just worship, and that was at a time here at Times Square Church when uh, we were doing music for the offertory, <laughs> and uh, and that was really? not originally meant to be a, a published recording. That that was a series of of offertory <laughs> selections that we did here at the church, okay. and uh, so I would just play and worship the Lord, and and the sound guy was. Uh, he was keen enough to just keep recording them. Really? And then he would just pass the CDs back to him and say, hey, you know, this one turned out pretty good, you know? <laughs> and so I just said, well, wow, that's wonderful. And then Pastor Carter asked me, he said, why don't you go ahead and put it out as a as a publication? You know, people would love to hear it. And so I said, sure, why not? And he was right, because it's a great CD. The CD is really, really good. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoy that. Yeah. Which uh, song on the CD is one of your favorites? I am thine, O Lord. That's yeah. the medley we heard at we heard at the top. Yeah, I like that in particular. Um, the guy who did the arrangement on that, um, uh, Zachary, he uh, he's an incredible arranger, great pianist too, and uh, I really feel like he captured the essence of the song of uh, one surrendering their life over to the Lord. And a lot of times, 
with arrangements, instrumental arrangements in particular, I think it's really important that the melody is arranged in a way that actually fits the sentiment of the song. Okay. You know? And a lot of times, you know, you could have somebody with a great fancy arrangement with lots of notes and all this stuff and mm-hmm. you can clap your hands to it. But the the signal that you get or the sound that you get is not really about the song. It's really about the groove. And uh, I see very but good. But he really captured that very well. Mm-hmm. You know? Any other mm-hmm. song that falls into that category of uh, good arranging on this CD that you like? Uh, <laughs> well, a lot of the arrangements are mine, so I don't know if I should. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but, <okay>. you know, <laughs> toot my own horn. Oh, well, you know? I mean, uh, but, if it's uh, good, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, I Am Thine, O Lord. Uh, no, um, Come Thou Found of Every Blessing. That's just a beautiful song. Really? And you arranged that one? Yeah, yeah. What was it about the arrangement that you liked so? Well, when I arrange, I like to reharmonize the chordal structure. Sometimes you can elaborate on a certain phrase in the song and add extra emphasis. You can add an extra measure. You can add a chord of a different quality. And what that means is uh, you can open it up to, um, if a person has a certain understanding of the lyric, they can... um, they can just experience that in a new way. So. so I tell you what, Todd, let's see what you're talking about here. Let's listen to that right now. Come Thou Found of Every Blessing from the CD Beautiful Things from Above, played and arranged by our guest, Todd Williams, on Music with a Mission.
This is Music with a Mission from the CD, Beautiful Things from Above, Beautiful Tune, Come Thou Found of Every Blessing, done by our guest, Todd Williams. Good stuff, Todd. Thanks. I told you, I really like the CD. Thanks so much. But you mentioned some uh, artists prior to us listening to this tune uh, that influenced you so. You said Herbie Hancock, Miles Davis. Mm -hmm. Do you listen to that stuff now? I do, Um, and uh, and I enjoy their... Their musical talent, uh, their creativity. Uh, I enjoy. I enjoy the um, uh, the expertise and uh, recording quality. You know, this is you know a lot of these recordings are made in the days before digital mm-hmm. technology and sure. things like that. And so, I just find it to be amazing that they were able to capture the essence of acoustic instruments uh, at such a high level without the more sophisticated computer technology and things like that. Um, I've heard it said that listening to instrumental secular, that there's even a spirit in that. Being saved, are you not concerned about that? I'm always concerned about uh, matters having to do with being saved. However, when I hear this music, I actually worship. (laughs) And I don't worship the artist. I worship God. Okay. That means uh, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Explain that. Yeah. Because now we got, you know, you got Herbie Hancock. If I can, re- if I remember correctly, is fusion? Would, would that be fusion? He, he has done fusion. He has done hip hop. He has done jazz. He played uh, in Miles Davis's. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. With Miles originally. Yeah. Well, some of these artists. But I'm saying certainly uh, yeah. there are some spirits associated with that. Yeah, and you're saying that you praise Jesus listening to that. That's right. I think How of it. Yeah, I, I I think of um, when I hear a beautiful sound, I can't help but think that this is something that God has created, and that whatever that person is worshiping, that's their personal take on things. Uh, however, I do believe that an arrangement of notes and tones and and rhythms cannot in themselves uh, influence a person for evil unless you unless you have evil in your heart to <laughs> to use it for evil purposes you know hmm. and so and you know how the scripture says you know to him who is pure all things are pure you know mm-hmm. and so if a person views it that way and their the, the intent of their heart is for the glory of God then my belief is that it is to the glory of God. Mm. And so when I listen to John Coltrane or when I listen to a Beethoven symphony or if I listen to music of another genre, uh, I just hear it. And to me, it's either beautiful or it's not beautiful. I see. Very and, good. Uh, and so I, I enjoy I enjoy music styles of all types. And that's another reason why I enjoy writing music, because I feel that writing gives me the ability to sort of recreate those sounds that that I can identify with most. Mm. When you write, what is the process in writing for you? I do pray when I write. Of course, <laughs> like most people, you get into writing something and you say, oh, I didn't pray. <laughs> and, you, <laughs> and we put on our spiritual caps and, and things like that. Yeah. But um, I believe that writing is just yet another form of worship. Okay, It's just you're worshiping. Every to me, every breath is just a prayer. Every 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 time I walk, that's the thank of Jesus. <laughs> I mean, yeah. everything that I am is just shouting praise the Lord, and mm-hmm. and so I don't actually see it as separate. 
you know, when I write music as in terms of, you know, oh, okay, I'm going to get spiritual now. I'm going to write uh, some Christian music, you know. Yeah. No, I don't really see it like that. I see it as, Lord, I just praise you. I have this little melody. I wonder what this would sound like if I put this instrument on that note and I did this and I did that. I wonder what that would. Oh, man, I like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I just put the ideas together. But, yeah, I, I see writing as just another form of improvisation, another form of worship. Um, so you're saying you being the instrument is giving God glory just because you're doing it. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, by all means. And, and you know, we've been talking so far about me playing um, saxophone, uh, but it really doesn't matter what instrument I'm playing. And it even doesn't matter to me if I'm skilled on that instrument. And according to you, yeah. it doesn't even matter the genre. It doesn't matter the genre. Because either. I saw yeah. you at the Volunteers Banquet here at Times Square Church playing uh, with a dozen of a dozen or so great musicians backing up a guy by the name of Dave Boyer. And you guys were doing big band. You were doing swing music. You were doing stuff that you would hear in Las Vegas. Right, right. I'm very comfortable with big band music. Um, But you were doing stuff that would be be heard in Las Vegas. Right, right. Caesar's Palace. That's right. (laughs) Well, a lot of people, they may have a problem with that. That's my um, point. Yeah, yeah. What do you you say to that? Yeah, my take on that is... Once again, it's a, a musical style, and musical styles, people have their own understanding of where musical styles come from, okay? Even uh, music in the church, a lot of what we know as hymns today were folk songs that were used for everything other than <laughs> church functions. And, mm-hmm. uh, and so, like I said, you know, the, the arrangement of the tune or an arrangement of notes and tones with a rhythm doesn't necessarily make it evil, but the intent of the heart. And so as a result, we have some of our greatest hymns in the church that were not originally hymns of the church. They were uh, used for uh, better purposes, I think, mm-hmm. <laughs> when they were brought to the church really? because people say, well, hey, you know, I'm saved now. I'm going to sing unto the Lord. I'm going to sing about the Lord. And uh, and not everybody's a musician. So people, you know, in their heart, they say, well, hey, I know this tune. I'm going to I'm going to sing it unto the Lord. And okay. so. So like, even if it had a blues riff to it, yeah, they would they would say, "Look, I'm saved now," and yeah, sing the blues riff yeah. to the Lord. As far as they're concerned, that's all they know. So they they're going to just express with all of their heart for the the purposes of God's kingdom. So hmm. that's that's where I'm coming from. And I've thought about this long and hard because uh, a lot of my personal testimony has to do with the fact that I was uh, involved with a professional jazz career. And for a number of years, I faced a lot of confusion about that. Well, can I play jazz and still be a Christian? Or how do you do that? Right, <laughs> exactly. Know? That's my. That's and, exactly uh, my point. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, how did you resolve that? Well, uh, I think the, the main uh, point of resolution was I made a decision that I was going to find out for myself as opposed to trusting um, the opinion of uh, whether it's people in the clergy or, or people— uh, who are just involved in ministry or churches or or secular uh, people in the secular world, I've, I've made the decision that, okay, I'm going to take the time to see God and find out, you know, what is in this relationship with Christ that is for me. So ultimately so, the confusion just came from people. Oh, yeah. Whether yeah, it be yeah. clergy, whether it be secular, it yeah. was the folks. Yeah. Well, everybody has an opinion, and I think that it's, it's important that each person lives according to their conviction. Mm-hmm. And I would caution a person never 
to live outside of their own heart convictions um, only because I, I think that is when uh, people begin to do things outside of the realm of faith. I think that um, a person who is genuinely living uh, a life with Christ and that their heart is based on their true convictions and what they what's been revealed to them in God's word that that makes all the difference in a person's walk. You know, and I've heard that. I've heard, you know, songs like Precious Lord, Take My Hand. Uh, I think it was Thomas Dorsey who wrote that. And mm-hmm. greats like Mahalia Jackson were like shunned from the church because of their quote unquote bluesiness or their their worldly rhythms. And you're saying that we should just look beyond that. Yes, in terms of the music, I think there are some people who would label that and say, well, well, that's got to be evil because, you know, that's music from the brothels or that's music from the saloons or bars or taverns, things like that. And I would agree. I do not agree with people going to uh, to have drinks at the bar and, and saying, I love Jesus, because it sends a mixed message. It, yes. doesn't, it doesn't really, if you're in a drunken state, it doesn't really reveal the glory of Christ, because the, s- the scripture uh, warns us to be sober and not, you know, mm-hmm. uh, filled with drunkenness and things like that. So um, I see the arts as... Uh, one of the greatest tools that God has given us to describe a portion of his glory. I say a portion only because we're limited as human beings, but I think the arts help us to glorify him. The arts help us to, um, to bring meaning to God who doesn't fit our small description. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'm thankful that he's given us uh, these talents and gifts, whether it's uh, playing an instrument or singing, dancing, visual art, uh, and the list goes on and on. Uh, but I see it all for the very glory of God. And I think without the variety of the arts, I think uh, we do ourselves a disservice because God, quite frankly, has created all of us to specialize in different areas. And mm-hmm. I think... If we say, well, all spiritual music has a backbeat, <laughs> boom, bah, boom, bah, boom, bah. Right, right, right. then I think that limits how great God is. <laughs> kind of puts him in a box. That puts huh? God in a box. How can, how, and, how can we, and I've always felt that way too. I know I'm, I'm not supposed to be biased here. I'm supposed yeah. to be the neutral party. But I've always felt that. I've always felt that, look, how can we worship an infinite God with music and put him in a finite category. It just okay. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of times people have uh, special terms for these things. And and quite frankly, it took me a long time to, to understand for myself what, what I've now come to understand God's truth to mean. But I think the problem comes when people put limitations on other people and say, well, I, I, yeah, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. And right. somebody may have... Uh, you know, a cure to <laughs> cancer, you know, for sure. the glory of God. And well, you sure. can't do that. Well, you didn't do it at church. Well, uh, <laughs> you know. right, right. So I would beg to differ with that. And so know. would I, actually. Yeah. Tell you what, Todd, let's take a quick break. Uh, we're going to talk more about this, yes. how people minister in music. We're going to talk a bit about you, sir, where you came from, how you got here, and where you're going. Sounds good. When Music with a Mission continues. 
God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive. God is powerful. God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to God help. God is and always will God be. God is able to God protect. Is God good. is power to change. God is provider. God is Jesus. God is here. God now. is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow. God is the one with your answer. God is there when no one else is. TSC Music Radio. Where God is. This is Carter Conlon from Times Square Church. In the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, the Apostle Paul says these words I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness. And honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. We're living at a time when there seems to be less and less of the regard for authority. I think it's imperative that you and I begin to pray for teachers, for police officers, for government in the home, for government in the nation at every possible level. It is time to believe that God is able to help us and help our authorities. It's time to pray. To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit NYC Prayer. That's nycprayer.org. TSC Music Radio's Music with a Mission, and we are back. Just a taste of how great thou art. From the CD, Beautiful Things from Above, done beautifully by our guest, Todd Williams on the saxophone. Todd, we were talking prior to the break about music ministry and people putting God in a little box with their music. You seem pretty passionate about it. Oh, yeah. Anything happen? Yeah, well, this is this is my life, basically, the story of how I came to understand how God would want to use uh, the gifts and talents that I have. No, but I mean, anything happened to you that makes you so passionate about this particular thing? Oh, yes. Well, I had a career for many years as a traveling jazz musician, and and, uh, I was on the road with the Wynn Marsalis group, jazz at Lincoln Center, uh, uh, Lincoln Center Jazz Orchestra, and, and had the opportunity to play with many other musicians who are... Such as? I got to I got the opportunity to play with many of the the greats from the great Duke Ellington Orchestra, Jimmy Hamilton, uh, Art Barron, Britt Woman, uh, Clark Terry. I see, very um, good. Okay, a lot of a lot of wonderful musicians. 
Okay, I'm impressed. (laughs) (laughs) But along that path, there were a lot of questions that I had never resolved. And, of course, when life brings its difficulties, that's when you need to have God's perspective in your life to know how to deal with those difficulties. And so I married early and uh, ended up going through a divorce in my early 20s. And Mm. that was a very difficult situation. You know, I was trying to uh, handle a life on the road. And and I thought at the time that was very glamorous, you know, and... and Everybody always does. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... Is it not as glamorous as it seems? (laughs) That's right. Well... And it always involves money, you know, because you, uh-huh. you're suddenly in a, a situation where you can pretty much buy anything you want to buy and go anywhere you want to go. And, and there's that false sense of security. And then when you come across one of these life difficulty scenarios, then you wonder, well, what do I do now? And so I began to see very quickly that although I really enjoyed jazz music and I enjoyed a lot of the educational benefits from learning about jazz and teaching about jazz and things like that, that it just became more and more of a, of a struggle to me because it was me trying to live my life without God's answers. Hmm. And so I began to become very introspective about, you know, my commitment to wanting to play jazz and, and why was I created and, and, you know, what was going to happen to me when I died, you know? Hmm. And so, I knew with a head knowledge, you know, okay, there's heaven and there's hell and, you know, a person has to be born again. And, yeah, yeah. and I, and I'd been brought up in a Baptist church where a lot of the, the main answers to Christianity were, were clear in my mind. But the thing that always struck me was that I never met a person who was in the arts who could actually speak intelligently about how to live a Christian life. Intimacy with the Lord. Yeah, and have intimacy with the Lord mm-hmm. and be an artist of any type. Mm-hmm. I never met anybody who could clearly articulate that. And so... You mean intimacy with the Lord and being an artist at the same time? That is correct. That mm-hmm. is correct. So, uh, because, you know, I grew up where, you know, my parents, they had a very strong uh, understanding of who the Lord is and they felt confident, you know, about their salvation and 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 my relatives, I had, you know, older relatives. My, you know, my grandmother was a Christian. My mm-hmm. great-grandmother was a Christian. And, mm-hmm. and so I grew up hearing about God and Jesus and, and being born again. And, and, and I understood, you know, that, um, that you had to have God in your life. But I never really knew for myself, what does that mean for my everyday life? Because when you become an adult, you you have to you're in the driver's seat. You have to make choices about things, and mm-hmm. and there are these questions that come up. Well, what about this? How do I deal with that? What right. about you know, you know, people in the workplace? What about <laughs> right, know? right, right? And um, so, when did you when did it kind of switch for you from um, secular to sacred? Uh, it was in the year 1990, to be precise. Okay, and uh, I made a choice that I was going to surrender my heart to the Lord, and and uh, use your gift solely for Him. And well, initially I had decided that, well, first I'm going to pray and just make sure that I have a place in heaven. <laughs> and so <laughs> I didn't prayer. understand that much that you have to pray to God and ask for forgiveness for your sin. And, yeah. and I knew thoroughly about my sins, about, you know, the things I wanted to do when I was out on the road and things that I did do. And, and just, um, what did you do? Well, <laughs> 
I don't know if I want to go into all of that. Yeah, we don't have to go into the gory details. But um, I was not living a life that I knew, at least even at that point, I knew that that was not a Christian lifestyle. So I just I made a lot of choices that that were not um, uh, Christ-like, Christ-like, or or um, beneficial to a person who wants to live a a life in Christ. So Mm -hmm. I made a choice. I said, "All right, well, first I want to pray to God and, and ask for forgiveness." But then I began to see. Uh, I had a hunger that, you know, I I want out of this because, quite frankly, you feel isolated mm. <laughs> when you're when you're on the road and you're with musicians and stuff. You know, unless you find somebody that believes the way you do, then you're really out on your own mm-hmm. all the time. I understand. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's hard and to so, uh, identify with anyone else. Yeah. I mean, you want to read about scripture and, and people do not want to do that. At yeah. The same time, yeah. You know? So I said, well, you know what? I'm actually going to move away from this. I'm going to do. I'm going to do something else. Mm-hmm. And and I at the time, I couldn't figure out a way to set up another occupation at the same time because you're always traveling and you're always playing. And, you know, you can't really set appointments with people and, you know, you can't uh, reorganize your life effectively until mm-hmm. you just stop doing it. So right, that's what I did. Right. I, I made a decision. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to resign from the band, from the uh, Wynton Marsalis group. And I didn't necessarily want to do that in particular because Wynton, he's a great band leader, uh, phenomenal musician, and mm-hmm. I really learned a lot uh, from him and the other guys in the band, mm-hmm. but I personally just wanted something different from my life. I wanted I wanted Christ. I wanted that security of knowing uh, about the things that when you read about in the Bible about how, you know, a person prays and God answers, you know, mm-hmm. these sound very simple. You know, I prayed and God answered, Yeah, but very few people that I know, <laughs> you know, uh, actually experience that where they say well you yeah know, there are a I lot of pray- people who are praying to things that just don't answer that's right but like that's you said right. our God answers prayer that's right so um, but I wanted that I wanted that that security um, because my world was not secure mm-hmm. and I wanted to be able to experience for myself okay well if the rug is pulled from under me I know what's going to happen I know that the Lord has got me and I don't have to be worried about my future. Because, has that ever you know, happened to you? Has the rug been pulled out from under you? Well, I wouldn't say that somebody directly pulled the rug from under me, but you will, you learn who your friends are and those who are not your friends. And to be honest with you, if you have Christ, the, the joy of knowing him and being secure in him is far more valuable than the approval of others. Okay. Understood and, and agreed uh, to. Yeah. Sure. And so that is a very difficult decision and not everybody's in that position where they have to leave an occupation or they have to leave a, a job or where they have to you know not everybody has to do that you know mm-hmm. but for me i feel like that was really important yeah and i'm so glad that i did i am too because i have known him better than i've ever known him and life in christ there is no greater life there is no greater life There's no comparison no comparison yeah. and life for me now is on a much higher plane mm-hmm. and Although I have desires to do wonderful things in music and in the arts, that's all in the context of provided that it's the Lord's will. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. And so whatever's the Lord's will, I'm thrilled about doing that. Whatever yeah. that is, I'm thrilled about. And so right now I know he's got me teaching. Oh, you're teaching a, now? Uh, yeah, I'm teaching at a K-9 uh, independent school in Tuxedo Park. It's called the Tuxedo Park School. Uh, we have a jazz band and we have a concert band and I teach private lessons and 
And uh, you see, now you just said, you know, it's my hope that I would do great things in music. I was hoping to do great things in music. You're doing great things in music. (laughs) You're teaching kids K through what? K K through nine. K through nine. Which I appreciate that. And uh, and I I think that's a great. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. Especially now with you know music not even being in a lot of schools. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. So you're doing Uh, great things already, Mr. Williams. (laughs) I appreciate that. Yes, sir. uh, so, but um, I still would like to do more recording and like to do more um, projects where I write mm-hmm. uh, various uh, styles of music and uh, recorded and uh, different types of productions, whether it's um, dramatic or or just musical. You know, Understood. either way, you know, I, okay. I enjoy that very much. I like the creative process. Do you really? Keeps you fresh. Yeah. Well, well, and, uh, would you mind keeping it fresh here? Because I see you got your sax case over there. <laughs> I wouldn't mind at all. Really? <laughs> sure. That would be great. So what did you have in mind to play? I'm going to play the hymn, There's Room at the Cross. Nice. On the sax? On the sax. This, oh, now this is going to be good. Todd Williams on the tenor saxophone on Music with a Mission. Thank you. 
Wow. The anointed interpretations of Todd Williams on Music with a Mission. Uh, and in case you don't know, that was the hymn, There's Room at the Cross. <laughs> I've never heard it that way, but I believe you. <laughs> I'm Very, very well done. Mm, thanks, Derek. Appreciate very that. well done. Any plans for a CD coming up in the future? You said you wanted to do some stuff coming up. Yeah. Uh, funny that you mentioned that. Um, I did... A live recording at uh, this place called Dizzy's Club Coca-Cola okay. over at Jazz and Lincoln Center. Okay. Did it about about three years ago and um, uh, did it as an independent project where a friend of mine actually uh, you know, put the money up to do the project and everything. Yep. And, yep. and uh, since that time, he's kind of moved on to other things. And, and so about a year ago, before he left town, he said, hey, you know what? That project we did, you know, instead of me... Just promising to get back to you on that. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send you all the uh, Pro Tools CDs and and everything, and and I'm just gonna let you take it. You know, so <laughs> so I'm gonna be putting this CD out. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, See, nothing a, ever goes to waste with the Lord. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, but it's but it's it's a great opportunity because there were some great moments and it was a live recording mm -hmm. and um, a lot of uh, original compositions and and I got to really play the way I enjoy playing and. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to finish the project and put it out, and hopefully somebody out there will buy it. All the best, Todd, all the best in what God has for you, and um, it has been a pleasure having you on Music with a Mission. Thank you very much, Derek. Appreciate I mean, that. you're a great instrument, literally, <laughs> with, the, with the saxophone, and uh, just a great guy. Thanks, Thanks again. Man. Thank you. Take joy, my king, and what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. By the way, we do want to hear what you think about Music with a Mission. We want your tips, hints, questions, and suggestions. Email your comments to music at timesquarechurch.org. Or check out TSC Music on Facebook and Twitter. And visit the website at www.tscnyc.org slash music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Harry Vaughn, and special administrative assistance from Maggie Diaz. Remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we have failed to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Derek Davis. Join us next time on Music with a Mission.